running a little late today. I thought I was smarter than my body and I stayed up till 2 a.m., which doesn't suit me. And I thought I could get so much more done and instead I think it set the tone for me trying to get out of a fog most of the morning. We're going to do two readings this morning because I like them both and I think they're both relevant. So here goes our first one out of the Body, Mind, and Spirit book. I never realized something so good could knock me for a loop. Frederick G. We expect to be upset by bad news, or at least to be blown off course for a while. But good things take a toll on us too, especially if they mean big changes. We're creatures of habit, and change is hard, even a change to do something better. We don't prepare for good things the way we do for bad things, and may not have any support to help us cope. So we do sometimes flounder, not sure what to do next. We can take a long time regaining our balance. Change doesn't have to upset us anymore. We can prepare ourselves. When seeking a promotion or a better job, we can think through how it might affect us. Taking on more responsibility can be scary sometimes. A new relationship, even a friend, involves more responsibility too and more time from us. We need to think about how we'll handle our feelings and get our needs met. With each change, the most important constraints in our lives will be recovery. Oh, not constraints. With each change, the most important constants in our lives will be recovery and the presence of our higher power. With the strength and support of our 12-step program, we can face change with serenity. Today helped me change and grow from that. So when I read this, I felt... I felt that it was speaking to me as far as why I was up till two in the morning. I'm, I'm doing about, I think I'm up to three or four courses online. And this was even pre-situation, although I did just start one in the last week. And that's the one that's, that's really challenging me and frustrating me. But it's changed for the good, right? If I get these classes done and they're important to me and they're important to how I see three, two, one, no kidding in the future. So I'm getting tools in my toolbox. So after reading it before jumping on air, the thought that I had, I thought this would be kind of interesting, maybe for you guys to try. I've, I've done this all along, and this may sound a little like asshole selfish, but the way I framed COVID, and I, I've said it to my walking buddy, I'm like, I think this happened for me. It's so that I could finally slow down a little, not be running around so much, focus on this classwork, you know, the benefits of working from home. I feel like I'm much more efficient. You know, there's a lot of things, just normal daily chit chat or processes at, at work that you might be in a building eight or nine hours, but really the, the work that's only getting done might be six or seven or some days less, depending on, you know, who who's talking in the, like the ladies room is the hot spot at our work where everybody chit chats, but things like that. So 
maybe today, just for the fun of it, I know you still have step four homework to do for tonight, but think about if COVID-19 was your higher power giving a gift to you, what what are your rewards or the positives or the benefits of the changes that have happened in your life since? Is it is it more quality time with the children? Is it taking time to finally slow down? Is it the humanity piece? I went to a meditation last night with Paul from Cafe RE and he showed us slides early in the discussion with before and after pictures of different towns. Like I think he used Los Angeles. He used the Northeast. He used China, maybe Beijing, but he was showing us the difference in the pollution and the, I don't remember the exact term, but what a drastic difference in just two or three months. So I think he said something in his research to the effect of, less people will probably die from COVID-19 than they would have from pollution in places. And, and I know that sounds extreme and I don't take me for fact. That's the way I heard it and, you know, or interpreted it and remember it. So, but, but the premise of that is, is pretty powerful. So that's your challenge for today. Imagine that this was done just for you. And instead of the woe me, which is really easy to do, look at what comes out of it. Now, in our recovery, or in my recovery, I've learned that I'm supposed to trust my higher power and maybe not look for the reasons. And I guess I'm not suggesting that we change our mentality so much looking for the whys. You know, it's more important that I keep my faith and trust that everything's happening for a reason. I just thought that this might be a neat little, a little spin, a reframe, as my counselors would call it. So um, the reason you're getting two readings today is because I liked this one and I thought it's from the One Day at a Time book, which I share. I take a picture every morning and I share it in my group. And I did that before jumping on this morning. So I thought this was another message that was good to hear today. So the reflection for the day. In almost every instance, the return slipper says, I I stopped going to meetings, or I got fed up with the same old stories and the same old faces, or my outside commitments were such that I had to cut down on meetings, or I felt I received the optimum benefits from the meetings, so I sought further help from more meaningful activities. In short, they simply stop going to meetings. A saying I've, I've heard at Gamblers Anonymous hits the nail on the head. Them that stops going to meetings are not present at meetings to hear about what happens to them that stops going to meetings. Am I going to enough meetings? Wow, I'm sorry, a little tripped up this morning. Today I pray. God, keep me on the path of the GA program. May I never be too tired, too busy, too complacent, too bored, to go to meetings. Almost always those complaints are reversed at a meeting. If I will just get myself there, my weariness dissipates in serenity. My busyness is reduced to its rightful proportion. My complacency gives way to vigilance again. And how do I be bored in a place where there is so much fellowship and joy? Today I will remember, attend the meetings. 
I think that that's important even now. You know, there's so many options. You know, just at 9 o'clock this morning, which because I'm not out of my fog or awake, I could be at a, a yoga meeting in a recovery alcohol group. I could be at Zumba. I could be on a GA call at noon. What day of the week is it? Friday. I think there's another one tonight. Like, And then there's ones that I've made friends with um, on Facebook. So there's other meetings. So there's options out there. And if there's a time that we can't use time <laughs> as a reason to not get to a meeting, and if there's a time we probably ever needed a meeting more, I think it's right now. So that's how we're kicking off the day, even if we're late. I hope everybody has a great day. I hope everybody works on their list of attributes and defects, one-to-one ratio. I hope everybody drinks their water. And I will check back with you guys tonight. There's the Blue October concert. And I am going to watch it online. I'm actually very excited about it. 21 songs they're going to play. Like, I don't think concerts play 21 songs, like in real person. I don't know. They're the only ones I've gone to concerts. Their concert in, gosh, two decades. So that's how much I love them. Anyway, have a good day. I'll talk to you later. Well